Desert and feel relaxed after all these long months. I'm in the backyard of the Puget House. Christopher's here, and we got all sorts of things brewing up. See, Christopher's got his guitar, and today I went downtown Ole, and for the first time in a long time, I just went and paid cash money for a brand new book, and man, did I find a beauty. I found a copy of Jack Kerouac's Some of the Dharma, which I've never actually seen a copy of in real life, but here I have a giant hardback edition. So I'm going to read from that, and then I have this uh, another book I found on there, which is the actual movie script dialogue from Barfly. So I got a little snippet of that picked out. And since I'm such in good mood, um, I'm going to read a little bit of something of a love story that I wrote. And, uh, well, shit, we don't even know what we're going to end up with. But Christopher's here on his guitar. We're in the back porch, and this is Gravelly Beach, the Stan Smule edition, number 12. All causes and effects, from great universes to the fine dust only seen in the sunlight, come into apparent existence only by means of the discriminating mind. If we examine the origin of anything in all the universe, we find it that is but a manifestation of some primal essence. You mistake the delusion as being a reality. When you grasp the deceiving conception of the discriminating thinking that is based on caused and conditioned objects like eyeballs, springs, and pools, and the conception that springs up from their contact as being your essential mind, I now see that in spite of my learning, if I'm not able to put it into practice, I'm no better than unlearned man, weeps Amana. I am like a prodigal son who has forsaken his father. Parentheses on the road. January 11, 55. I just found out that Beat Generation was rejected by Knopf. As to writing stories that the publishers approve of, it would no longer be free writing. I write the Dharma freely and unsystematically for the purpose of teaching others and keeping myself mindful of the teaching. Anyway, the Beat Generation has a heretical view at its base, celebrating the night, which is only the long night of life. The karma is working itself off. Nof, shmof, kapof. My writings are this town in the city, the Beat Generation, visions of Neil, Dr. Sachs, Mary Cassidy, Book of Dreams, the Subterraneans, the Blues, Poems. Some of the Dharma, that's this one, including huge fragments like God on the Railroad. On the Road. The Night is My Woman, and including youthful works like Orpheus Emerged, I have that one. Vanity of Delos, The Sea is My Brother. Hippos Were Boiled, I Wish You Were Here. Dark Corridor, Journals Galore, Book of Sketches, Book of Ticks, Notes Everywhere, and Two Million Gentle Words from 1940 to 1953. This massive nonsense, except on it or the approval of the word. Some of the Dharma is of the same suchness as neither dust will collect on it or the approval that the word may shower upon it. And this even applies to the parts of some of the Dharma. They're not straight quotes from the sutras. My purest book was not written but edited by me. Prajna, containing dialogues from the Pruta and selections from Down Sutras. My witness is the empty sky. My reward is the perfect blue sky at dawn in the desert, 
in a bird-resounding river-bottom grove. Oh man, that's Jack talking. That's from some of the Dharma, which I've never seen before, and it's a beauty. I'm just gonna keep right on rolling. CCC, you'd say, and disappear through a door. Me, looking, finding you a light and a flitter, anxious to avoid your iodine stare. It's not that I try to please you, I just do. Something always new. Interludes and anecdotes from Florida or yesteryear's shorelines. You pull the blanket over your shoulder. In the aftermath, vanish into dreams of olives, mountainsides, and manzanita sunsets. Yes, indeed, I found you. And you're my Andalusian girl today, Italian girl tomorrow. CCC, you say, in another terrace cafe, another beer with another name. Sure enough, you've met another new friend. But you're always half of me. Tell me, Mona, how did it make you feel that time in Esposende? Was it more than the night train ride to Acuna, all night blowing smoke from the only open window? From time to time, red wine with strangers. After sleepless days and forgotten nights, sandy strolls, missed turns, and just caught trains. April palms and million dollar church bells, castillos and cows. Inspired by your tenacity, stunned by the honesty, confused by the intensity, thrilled by your smile. From Malaga to Granada, through tunnels over bridges, crossing waterways from books. That one was for Lisa. Here's a little something from Charles Bukowski's screenplay for a barfly. Henry says, Like hell I don't. This is the best place I've lived in for years. Refrigerator, bathroom, hot water. Not too many roaches. Tully says, You're a real case. You're just like the what you write about. Henry says, Write about? Tully says, I'm one of the publishers of the Contemporary Review of Art and Literature. Henry, publishers? Well, I own the magazine. Henry walks to the bottle of the night before. There's a hit in it. He takes it. And says, so? So we've discovered you. I had an idea that I'd be discovered after my death. Well, you look well on the way. You might beat our deadline. Henry says, what's this deadline crap? Don't you remember? You've sent dozens of stories. Are you that out of it? I don't think so. Why did you send your stuff to us? I like the title of the mag. It boggled my scrotum. Henry's beer can is nearly empty. He tosses it off. Why don't you stop drinking? Anyone can be a drunk. Anybody can be a non-drunk. It takes a special talent to be a drunk. It takes endurance. Endurance is more important than truth. Anyway, you've had some luck. We're taking your last story. We pay on acceptance. She reaches in her purse, finds check, hands it to Henry. Henry holds it, oddly staring at it, mathematically calculating in his mind how many drinks and said check could purchase. Tully says, You change your address quite a bit, don't you? And without leaving a forwarding address? 
I had to hire a private detective to find you, to follow you. Ah, the guy, the guy in the clothes, eh? Tully nods. Henry looks at the check again. Wait, I can't cash this fucking thing. And that's what Charles Bukowski's got to say in Barfly. Sometimes on the nights when we sat on our brass bed and listened to scratchy Patsy Cline of Robert Johnson Records, she would tell her dreams and nightmares about me finally finding peace of mind or something as blissfully confusing and intangible, and she meant it. I said that sometimes I felt I would find all the comforts and joys if things were more predictable, that I knew one morning I would wake up and my hair would be silvery white, or that I'd be getting something great in the mail every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the rest of my life, or that she, she would have the same glorious, vivid expression on her face every morning, or that I knew the sun wouldn't go down some days and I could go mow the lawn at three in the morning like they do in Alaska. Only then could I worry contently about important things. About walking around like the chosen one, being as brilliant as a great idea, or as enlightening as a car burning on the side of the road. I would go kissing all the babies and telling jokes and stories before I had to shadow and fall and get around to dying. And my love would be there, sitting in the other end of the room on the footstool, hands between her knees, looking, looking and watching. Deliberate and aware, looking exactly like she was exactly now, her eyes filled with metaphors, something about infatuation and control, the spirit glinting and winking in the corner, and me sitting across from her, not being able to talk or say anything, and I, I couldn't even look back at her because I just couldn't or shouldn't, or I didn't know how to look at her when she was right in front of me, waiting. And as another night slowly comes to an end, this has been number 12 in honor of Stan Smeal, the retired number 12 episode volume of Postcards from Gravely Beach, featuring the guitar stylings of Christopher Arbin of Belize, Barcelona, Indiana, and other points from here to there. Today's podcast is brought to you by the letter T. For Traubin. Yeah! And the word spontaneity. Spontaneity. And most especially, this has been brought to you by the yard barn in the backyard of the house at Puget. And Thurston. It's a nice yard barn. In Oliwa. It's got a skylight. It does. Woo! Not just any yard barn. It's got a skylight. This is Devo. And Christoph's guitar. Signing out on a half moon night. An Oliwa, just near a gravelly beach. Good 